We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're here going to talk about car repair, and we're going to finish up our conversation about air conditioning. I actually spent the uh, few minutes during the break to look up how many... uh, ounces of R12, R134, and R1234, uh, how much we've sold to date uh, for this year, and I'll share that with you in just a second. Um, SNS Tire serves everybody in the West Valley, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have the most comprehensive line of tires that I've personally ever seen, which means that when you go in there and you ask them to give you an estimate on four tires, they can actually look at the size you have, and they're going to have that size in a variety of qualities. So you can say, I want a good, better, best price, and they can pull that off. So if you want a good one, because maybe you don't drive that far, maybe you've got, you don't want to pay for a premium tire, maybe you don't ever, ever get on the highway, and all you do is drive to the Circle K and to church every, every day, or not every day, but once a week, then you might not want to buy uh, the top-of-the-line tires. But one way or another, S&S Tire can help you. Now, all the way from wheelbarrow tires to tractors and everything in between, they've got. So if you're looking for any kind of tire and you get that, we don't stock that kind of tire, then I would strongly suggest that S&S would be a place you'd go. They also do everything related to tires, so they do alignments and suspension work. Again, there's S&S Tire and Peoria Surprise and Goodyear. Okay. 602-508-0960 if you'd like to ask a question about air conditioning or any kind of car repair thing. You can do that, 602-508-0960. Okay, we talked about the old refrigerant, version 1. This was started in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and I think all the way to the 80s. Last year, this year, my shop has sold 132 ounces of R12. So that's not even 10 pounds because it's 16 ounces a pound. So that's not even 10 pounds of refrigerant. Although I probably have probably 2,000 <laughs> ounces in inventory. The 134 is the very popular one that covers a lot of the cars. And you'll be able to tell because, again, 132 ounces for the R12. And I've sold 7,278 ounces of the R134. So you can see a difference. Now, on the R1234, which is the brand-new Freon, version 3, let's call it, the brand-new Freon, I haven't sold any of that yet because none of the cars have been out of warranty yet. So I won't see the cars until they're out of warranty. But I suspect we'll sell the heck out of that. One last thing. When you go and install refrigerant yourself, or maybe your grandson or your son, or maybe your husband goes down to the 
auto parts store and talks to the three whiskered kid and says, you know, I'm, I, I want to top off my refrigeration system. Almost all of those cans brags about having a way to seal leaks. Almost every single one of them. Now, here's the problem with that. Our equipment that costs five to $10,000 cannot handle a, a stop leak. And when we inhale a stop leak, then our machines go down and the repair costs can be between 25 and 50% of the value of the machine. There was a newspaper article not too long ago that I read, but I don't remember what city it was in. And the shop, the person brought the car in and didn't tell the shop that they had, uh, you know, some stop leak in their air conditioning system. So the shop pulled out all their refrigerant and it wiped out their machine. So the shop said, you know, your car damaged my machine, so I would like you to pay for it. And the customer said, you know, go to heck or whatever. So the shop sued the customer and the customer's car insurance got involved because they sued the customer and their car insurance company. And believe it or not, the insurance company paid the paid the premium, paid the not premium, but paid the claim. And and I understand that this is what happened. When you have full coverage, you have collision and comprehensive. Now comprehensive is damage to your car by others, and collision covers you for liability and also the repair of your car. And I think you get liability. You can get straight liability, then you can get liability and comprehensive, and then you can get liability and full coverage. So nevertheless, the insurance company paid for the piece of equipment. I'm sure the customer had to pay their deductible, and I would hope their deductible wasn't $5,000 because that's what the value of the machine was. So you want to be careful about that. I don't think I'm going to do that to any of my customers, but if I find out that somebody's put four pounds of, of, of stop leak in it and we ask people if they have stop leak in it, um, and then we find out it's got four pounds and there's marks of a do-it-yourselfer all over there, that might push me over the edge. But please, if you're going to have anybody deal with your refrigerant, do not let them put any kind of a stop leak because I'm going to tell you it's not going to work. If stop leaks work, we'd use it. If stop leak actually stopped a fitting from leaking or a hose from leaking or an O-ring from leaking, we would be using it. <laughs> but we're not using it because it doesn't work. And I can tell you that we've tried it. All righty, there's somebody ringing the doorbell, and I want to talk to him. How can I help you? That would be Charlie, Mark. Good morning, Charlie. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. Hope you're doing well these days. I am. Hey, Mark. Um... I've called you before a long time ago on another issue. It was 97 horsepower dick. This is on a main Hey, Charlie, you need to get off your... I don't know if you're on your Bluetooth or not, but you're breaking up kind of bad, so... I'm sorry. Can you hear me better now? Oh, yes, I can. Thank you very much. Sorry about that. So anyhow, it's a 97 Ford Crown Vic. I had it in for um, an air conditioning issue, which just was blowing hot air, and they uh, surmised that it was a condensing unit is that the same as a compressor and they replaced it no the condensers in front of the radiator and we're actually changing it from a liquid to a to a gas and uh, if there's a condenser problem then there are certain symptoms that can be causing it the real question is this well fords have a bad habit of shedding some of the hose the inner portion of the hose and it ends up in the condenser and it plugs the condenser um, okay. most of us will 
take the two connections off the condenser, and we're, we're seasoned enough to where we can blow compressed air through there, and we can feel if it's wide open or if it's plugged. And I'm, I'm quite sure you could, too. Here's the real question. Did they fix it with their repair? No. That's, they repaired, and I'm glad you asked that. That was my next statement. I've taken it back twice now, and I'm going to do a third time, but I'm reluctant. However, I've already paid them to fix it. Uh, it blows hot air within, like, two to three days. I just feel there's a leak somewhere. I'm not a technician, so I could be wrong, but this will be the last time I take it back. I don't know what to do after that if they don't fix it. But they said this time you got to leave it with us for a day so we can figure out what's going on. Okay. This is something I deal with every day. As a matter of fact, I dealt with this same thing to, with one of my own shops not too long ago, one of the shops on my best car repair shop list. Um, here's what typically happens. Uh, let's put, it needs a condenser, and you bring it back, and they go, oh, gosh, it needs an evaporator, too. They put an evaporator in. Oh, gosh, the third time we needs an expansion valve. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, my goodness, the compressor's leaking out of the nose. We need to replace the compressor. Or the clutch is intermittent. We need to replace the clutch. And then the fifth time, oh, the compressor's bad. That's what wow. typically happens. <laughs> so you, 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 you have to say to them, I think in a nice way, I, if you were my customer, I would hope you'd say this. I, I'm, I'm getting to feel like here that, that um, it wasn't the condenser at the beginning. Um, in the absence of the fact that it does blow cold sometimes and then goes to hot, suggests to me, don't say it suggests to Mark Salem. It suggests okay. to me that the Freon level is okay, so this is not a leak. So what the situation looks like is you may have put a compressor on that I, or a condenser on that I didn't need. So I would like to know, I'm going to leave it with you one more time, but I want you to know I'm not spending any more money. So either either you fix it or maybe you just give me my money back and I'll go someplace else. But but I don't want guessing and I'm I'm I understand people make mistakes and I understand you've been kind to me, but after three times with same symptom, the first time, the second time and now the third time, and I'm sure you spent gosh, probably three to $500 for a condenser installed, all the Freon, all the evacuate and recharge, right? Yes, sir. That is correct. Okay. So so that's the conversation you just have with them. Now, you'll find out what kind of a shop you're dealing with because the good ones are going to say, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We need to figure this thing out. Now, that happened to me one time, and we tried twice, and then I said, "There's no, you're not going to spend any more money. Well, through the grace of God, it was the low-pressure switch that was bad. Well, the low-pressure switch is $110 installed with all the Freon, and we had already charged him the $350. So I took the $150 out of his $350, and I gave him a, a refund and said, we screwed up. We just messed up. We got the wrong part. So I'm going to give you back all your money, but I'm going to take $125 for the low-pressure switch, evacuate, and recharge in the refrigerant. And he was happy. And he says, what happens if this doesn't work? And I says, then you're going to hear a gunshot up in my office because I'm just, I'm, I'll be sick about that. But I've driven your car extensively, and I'm pretty sure. And it, we did fix it. But everybody makes those mistakes. It's just a matter of how they respond to them. So the real question I always want to answer is how close are we to being fixed, and do you have the same symptoms? And when you have the same symptoms, it's kind of like that old adage about insanity. Insanity is is it's insanity when you do the same thing over and over again and you expect a different result. Yes, sir. 
All righty. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you, and thank you very much. That's a good question, and hopefully the answer um, helps you get your car fixed. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, you can certainly call us up, 602-508-0960. Gil is running the board today. I'm on a telephone line because um, we have equipment that is malfunctioning. When I'm in the studio in Tempe, in our shop, then we never have a problem. But when I try to transmit out of the uh, the ranch we have up north, then sometimes it works good and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, they use that same equipment with a lot of other people and they don't have the, the problem. So that clearly means that it's me. So 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 and Gil will take you in. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, if you're on the phone, good. And if you're not, then we'll go on and we'll keep talking about air conditioning, which I think is something that will save you some money. We'll be back right after this. The Seth and Chris Show, redefining political talk, not ignoring it. Tell you, I have thought Sean Spicer was never that great. I think we will have a huge and a vast improvement with uh, Scaramucci directing the communications office and Sarah Huckabee Sanders taking the role of press secretary. I I think she's far superior. This is a trade-up, and I think the press is going to be more frustrated by Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who I think is a more skilled press secretary. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Grand Canyon University is Arizona's premier private Christian university committed to providing next-generation education for students who want to make a difference in the 21st century workforce. Choose from over 200 academic programs in high-demand fields like engineering and IT. Our nine distinct colleges create world-class learning experiences, including our prestigious GCU Honors College, where high achievers receive great opportunities and even greater rewards. To keep our rigorous curriculum relevant, we partner with industry leaders and advisory boards to develop challenging courses based on their career foresight and expertise. Learn on our rapidly expanding Phoenix campus, growing with state-of-the-art facilities, brand-new amenities, and vibrant student life for the ultimate GCU college experience. For working professionals, we offer flexible online Online programs for convenient learning. Join our innovative digital classrooms, access academic and student support resources, and attend fun campus events. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons, but the challenge feels like he's lifting. A metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, 
crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to the Seth and Chris show from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today. To hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, before we go to the calls. Mario, you stay right there. Let me just uh, do a little bit of work here. Action Auto Repairs up on I-17 in Deer Valley. He's been around and serving in Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. I've known Tom since 1979. So no matter what kind of car you have, Tom's probably capable of fixing it. But here's the best part. As other good shops on my list, if we're not best, and if that car is not in, within our wheelhouse, we'll let you know. Tom's got ASE Master Certified Technicians, which means that they're very good at diagnosing, bidding, repairing, and then verifying that their repair is successful. That's what a master technician does better than anybody else. So it's really easy to do business with action at I-17 in Deer Valley. Stop by, have an oil change done, and see how you're treated. Mario, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. I have an issue. I have a 2005 Ford Freestyle, 135,000 miles on it. Having an issue with my air conditioner, a couple actually, and I'm hoping you can help me out with it. First one is when I go to sh- when I shut the air conditioner off, I hear a flapping sound underneath the dashboard, as if though it were closing or opening. It goes away eventually but that's the flapping sound that I hear. Secondly, is when I when I have the air conditioning running and I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm traveling along the road, it's blowing out cold air. But when I'm, I'm at a stop sign or, or at a stoplight, the passenger side warms up and the driver's side stays cold. Okay. Well, there there's... there's... We have two different ways to control it. I want you to picture the letter Y, okay? Okay. Picture the letter Y. On the left side, at the very top, we have hot air. On the right side, at the very top, we have cold air. Right where the Y meets, where all three pieces of the the letter Y meet, we have this door, okay? And this door, if it shuts off the hot, you get cold. And if it shuts off the cold, you get hot. Okay. Now, the very bottom of the Y, the letter Y, is the air that you get. So in that flapping noise that you hear from underneath the dash is the blend door trying to find its way home. Now, when we take those dashboards apart, which isn't going to be cheap, we take those dashboards apart, you can't imagine the stuff that we find down by that blend door. 
we find all kinds of stuff that has everything to do with what people put on their dash. Bubble gum, cigarettes, ink pens, lots of coins, um, just about air- candy, uh, you know, jelly beans, <laughs> hamburgers, everything imaginable. So yeah, have kids, that'll happen. Yeah, so so the really the the shop's going to go in first, and you said it was a um, an O five. So I'm not quite sure that we're going to have the capability of talking to your climate control system because your car's 12 years old. But that's certainly where you want to start. But if not, then you're going to open up a manual and you're going to go to the to the blend or circuit and you're going to find out what it's supposed to do. And then you're going to get to it. You're going to gain access to it. Now, sometimes the door is sticking. And when the door sticks, the ratcheting, because the computer wants to open the door, but the door only goes 22% open and it sticks there. So the ratcheting is the computer going, come on, come on, come on. So there could be that the door stuck, it could be the linkage broken, or it could be the hinges on the top of the door or at the bottom of the door are bad or broken or sticky. So most of us will bid that as worst case scenario. Most of us are going to go in and say, the blend, the fact that it's flapping means the motor's good, so we're going to bid the whole blend door. We're going to go with the linkage and the door and everything. As far as side to side is concerned, you need to go after the the one where you it warms up on both sides, and, or go after the noise first, and see if that doesn't accidentally fix the fact that one side's cold and one side's hot, because it could be another door that it's not uncommon for the the passenger and the driver to pick a different temperature. So the wife on the right wants it a lot warmer than the the husband on the left. So, but I'm not quite sure that your yours has independent climate controls for the two for the, for the two people in the front seat. No, so it it does or it doesn't. It does not. Okay, so the blend door is where I'd go. I would just figure that sooner or later, I, and I would say to you, here's the here's what I want to do, but I'm going to tell you I may not fix that hot on the left and cold on the right, but I think I have better than a fifty fifty chance, but. I think what I'm going to do is going to fix it, but I don't know for sure. But here's how much you're going to spend to fix the blend door. And then I think you'll know within three days whether or not um, I'm right that that fixed it. But I'm going to fix the chattering of the blend door. There's no question about that. Okay. But I just don't know. the other. I always tell people when you got more than one symptom, pick the one that's easiest to fix. Pick the one that's the least amount of money to fix because sometimes symptom one will fix symptom two and symptom three. Okay, okay. Okay. Got it. Thank you very much for the information. Tom. You're welcome. You're welcome, Mark. 602 Let me talk about guessing. You've heard me say many, many times that uh, you got to look at the shop right in the eye or the person in front of you and say, I'm not paying for guessing. I'm paying for fixing. And if you think that you're going to guess with my money, well, first of all, whose money are we going to be guessing with, yours or mine? <laughs> And and usually it's your money, the customer's money. But let me tell you what a guess sounds like. Mrs. Jones, your car's a 1988. It's kind of old. The symptoms, I understand, are inter- intermittently it just dies for no reason. And you have to crank on it for about a minute or two, and then it starts, and then you can go on home. And And so it's intermittent, so sometimes it happens every day, and sometimes it doesn't happen for three or four days. Mrs. Jones, I've had a good chance to look at your car, and let me tell you what I think. 
first of all, inside the distributor is called the pickup assembly. And there's different colors, which means there's different upgrades. So your car came with a yellow one. And there's a black one and a blue one and a, a pink one and an orange one. And the orange is the newest one. And you have the one that came with your car. And Mrs. Smith, the only reason that they have all these upgrades is because they had a problem with that switch, with that pickup assembly. I can't duplicate your problem, but I want to tell you, only thing I can do is make an educated guess, but Mrs. Smith, I'm making it with your money. That pickup assembly, $60, to install it is $70. I got to reset the timing, but I got that in the installation. So I got $160 and $70. Hey, Gil, what is that? $130? Yes, $130. Thank you, Gil. $130 plus sales tax environmental charges, that's going to be about 10%. So we're going to take $130 plus $13. You're going to be at $143. So, but it's a guess, Mrs. Smith. It's a guess. It's an educated guess. It's a guess. Now, Mrs. Smith says to me, well, I'm a little uncomfortable with your guess. And she says, if this was your mom's car, would you make that guess? And I said, yeah, but I, I would guess that same way, but I wouldn't charge her because she, she's my mother. <laughs> And so that's a good question that you can ask. Is this a, is this a guess you, you do on your mother's car? And what do you think the chances of fixing? Well, I would have said to her, 75% chance I'm going to fix your problem. And it's because the pickup assembly and the distributor is the one that this car came with, and there's been five upgrades. So I want to put the, the orange one in, which is the most the best and newest upgrade. And frankly, all the other cars that we take the white one out and put the blue one in or the orange one in, they don't ever come back. So... You're going, to get, you're going to gamble $143, and if it doesn't work, I'm sorry, but you're, you need to walk into this knowing full well that this is a guess. That's what a guess sounds like. The other day, a lady called me, and she says, I went to a shop, and they, they said that I needed to do a $189 injector, fuel injector flush. She says, Mark, but I listened to you on the radio, and I looked in my service manual, and my owner's manual, and it says, it doesn't say anything about flushing the fuel injectors. It's $189. What do you think? So we had a long talk, and I'll tell you what we think, but I'm 20 seconds from the top of the hour, so I can't fit it all in. So you're going to have to come back at about 33 minutes after the hour, and I'll finish the story. But we were talking about 189.95 fuel injection flush that a whole lot of shops are selling, including independents, chains, and dealerships. It's very lucrative, but we'll talk about why you should or should not do it. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Do you have what it takes to be 960 The Patriots' top shot? Go ahead. 
make my day. The Patriot and Scottsdale Gun Club present the event of the summer, Top Shot, starting August 13th. 64 people will compete in a bracket-style pistol tournament. Round one, you're head-to-head in a bullseye accuracy challenge. Can you make it to round two? If so, you'll be knocking down bowling pins in a head-to-head speed and accuracy matchup. Make it to the finals and become 960 The Patriots' top shot. Win $1,000 cash and other great prizes. So we'll ask again, do you have what it takes to be crowned top shot? Let's find out. Go to 960thepatriot.com. Click on the top shot banner to get event details and claim your spot today. Only 64 spots, so act quick. 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you by Peltor Sports. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday we're here talking about car repair and stuff like that. I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician, and I have been for about the last 30 years. I own a shop. I'm not here to and to try to get you to come to my shop. That's why I virtually never mention my shop. My focus is helping you get car repair and get it done right. I have a list of best car repair shops. You can go to SalemBoysAuto.com and you can look at the best car repair shop and certainly those guys are in the class all of their own. So let's, let me tell you real quick about one of those guys. And In the Mesa, I only have one shop in all of Mesa that's been able to pass the filters and the muster that I create. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been around Mesa since 1970. They have ASC certified technicians. Brian and Thelma run Thompson's Auto Repair, and I think they're the third generation Thompsons. The two of them together are just the most wonderful people in the world. Once you shake Brian's hand or you talk with Thelma, you'll understand that these are exactly the kind of people you want as your neighbors when you move into a you know new neighborhood. So they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, on the south side of the road. Main Street, just east of Stapley, on the south side of the road. They have tow trucks. They know how to fix cars. So if you need your car and you're anywhere in Mesa, my only shop is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Okay, real quick, we were talking about um, the $189 fuel injection flush. This lady said, it's not in my owner's manual, and I said, I know that. It's, It's virtually not in any owner's manual. Hey, how does your car idle when it's cold? Fine. So it doesn't idle rough? It doesn't kind of rock and roll? No. How does it idle hot? Fine. All right, now when you're in drive sitting in a traffic light, no air conditioning on, this is in the winter, the fall, or the spring, how does it idle? Perfect. Okay. How about when you turn your air conditioning on, you're in drive at a traffic light? How does it idle? Perfect. Okay. 
How's your fuel economy? Has it changed any at all? No. Okay, well, I'd skip the $189 fuel injection flush because you don't have any symptoms. You see, folks, every portion of auto repair has a symptom. And to tell you that you need something without having documentation or without having something is just a, a wallet flush. So those guys that are selling $189 fuel injector flushes, if you say to them, well, what symptoms are you going to fix with this $189 flush? You're going to hear the babbling just like you did when your son walked in two hours late after midnight, and you say, well, what's your excuse, Alan, for showing up two, two hours after curfew? You're going to hear him go, and that's exactly what you're going to hear from the auto repair shop because they don't know what symptoms you have, if any. That's the issue. They don't know, if any. So just learn how to say that. You can say it to my shop. You call it, you need a power steering flush. Okay, well, what symptoms are you going to fix? I'll tell you what, I'm going to wipe some of your fluid on a white paper towel, and I'm going to wipe brand new fluid right next to it, and I'm going to send you a picture of the towel. Now, if you want me to save your old fluid, I will, but your fluid is brown. It's really brown and smelly, and the new fluid is pink and purdy. So that's the symptom I'm going to fix. And hopefully, with new fluid, I'll extend the life of your pump and your rack and pinion. I can't guarantee that, but... If this was my mom's car, I'd change the fluid. You want me to send you a picture? No, I don't. Okay, perfect. You want me to do it? Yes, I do. Fine. I'll take care of it. That's what it sounds like. What symptom are you going to fix? I'll send you. Now, with phones and stuff like that, we can do that every day. It's not uncommon for us to take a a picture of a brand new motor mount on a workbench and then your broken motor mount that's broken in half. We'll send you that picture because we got the two motor mounts out. We got the one that's broken out and we got the new one we're ready to put in. What better time is it to take a picture and and send it to you? So that's the reason why my shop asks for your phone number, your cell phone number, so we can send you that picture. Let's go to the phones real quick and let me see who we got. We're going to start with Mike. Mike, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you this morning? You know, I've been better, but I'm in a pretty good mood. We know because you're up where it's a little bit cooler than where we're at. Uh, you know what? Last night we had, I'm exaggerating, okay, so give me a break. The winds were hurricane bridge. My trees were almost laid over. This morning there's branches all over. I checked the rain gauge. We had two and a half inches of rain. My pastures have already absorbed all the rain. I don't have any mud, and I'm pretty blessed, but I was kind of scared last night. I was hoping those big trees, none of them would fall on the house. But I was ready for that. I had the dogs in my truck kind of close by, but the truck was out in the middle of the parking lot to make sure that if there was any trees falling, at least my escape route wouldn't be hurt. But thank you for asking. Yeah, we're a lot cooler than you are. Well, that, so what's up? Your, horse, your horses will be happy uh, come eventually when that uh, pasture starts growing a little bit more for them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, um, I've got a, to kind of stay on topic with the AC, but i got two questions. I've got a 2001 Ford Explorer. Uh, expedition and uh, I do a lot of stuff myself so I drained the AC out I vacuumed it out and held the check with no leaks and then uh, put new Freon back in it and it works really good in the morning but as soon as it starts heating up or the car starts heating up and I do a lot of idling sometimes I got to make a lot of phone calls and stuff on the side of the road it just doesn't blow cold um, one thing I've been noticing, though, is when I leave my spot, there's no water under 
the car, almost like that condenser is not working, would that be a condenser problem? No, no, no. And besides, that's the evaporator. Um, When you freeze the evaporator up, which is behind the glove box, and that's the ice cube that we're going to blow air against. That's where you get your cold air. The fact that you don't have any water underneath your car is of no concern of mine. The fact that you have too much water under your car and you're leaving five gallons means that you're freezing that thing up, it's icing over, and then when you park it, then it leaves a huge puddle of water because it's kind of like defrosting your refrigerator. You're going to have a lot of water once you melt that ice. So, And it also depends on humidity. If you got a lot of humidity, like down there in Phoenix, you guys are dry heat, but up here we can be 40% humidity and people are dumping water all over the place. But the humidity is, the whole issue with the humidity is, is, is that when the air has that much moisture in it, then we have much more freezing of the evaporator. It's more than likely two things. The fact that you're moving down the road and the air is cool, and when you come to a stop, it would seem to me that you'd want to check the clutch fan and if you're going to check the clutch fan, you wouldn't want to buy one that's 19.95 or 69.95. That expedition clutch fan is going to cost you between 100 and 200 dollars, or otherwise you're going to be spending the rest of your life changing it as it as it doesn't make a 90 day warranty. So I've learned that because my dad used to bring me those 19 dollar fan clutches. He lived in Douglas, and he'd bring those fan clutches, and I, I just replaced them for year after year after year. So finally, I just told my wife one day, I'm just going to go ahead and get an AC Delco one and hang it on there. And then he complained about the AC or the fan clutch locking up sometimes, and it's temperature sensitive, so it's supposed to lock up. But after a while, it worked its way out, and I never replaced another one. So my suggestion, it sounds like airflow. Here's the question. When you're moving through the air, everything is fine. When you slow down or stop and there's no longer air being forced through over the condenser and through the radiator, and that suggests airflow. Now, you either got the condenser all bagged up with, with bugs and dirt and trash, which means you have to wash it from the inside out. So you have to clean up the condenser, but they're more likely that the airflow. Now, try this. Next time you're pulling off the side of the road to answer your phone call, which, by the way, I noticed that you did that, I want you to bring the idle up. And then the question is, is how does that change it? If it actually makes it better, then it's definitely the fan. But if it makes no difference, then we have to look at a dirty condenser or a dirty radiator. So that's how I would I would approach it. Okay. All right. Now my second question on that is, um, I um, been noticing lately that uh, when I start to um, accelerate up on the freeway, it it, it it dogs almost like it's got a bad um, um, uh, what are the catalytic converters and but I notice that it starts missing when I get on the freeway. Now, I had my plugs and um, boots changed at Kurtz probably about 4,000 miles ago. We didn't do the coils because we didn't feel like it needed it. Uh, And it does eat about a quart every 1,000 miles. Is there a way I could check to see if it's bogging down because of the plugs or since that's got four catalytic converters and is that something Kirk can find out which one's bad if they are well bad? you if you want to do it yourself just crawl underneath there and drill a hole in front of it and behind it and uh have your wife get on the throttle you go drive it and get it good and warm then have somebody sit up and put the throttle about 2000 rpm you put some leather gloves on and put your hands in front of the front one and in the back hole of each converter if the catalytic converter is plugged up 
then the front hole is going to be moving air like a big dog, and the back hole is going to be a whisper because in the middle is the plugged-up catalytic converter. Then when you're done, you can either weld up those holes or just take a sheet metal screw and run in there, and that'll work just fine. The, the, the quart of oil is probably fouled a spark plug, and Kurt will put it on a scanner and figure out which cylinder it is. So you probably fouled the spark plug if you're using a quart every 1,000 miles, and that fouled spark plug is, is your miss. So I'd probably get a little bit of help because otherwise you're going to do a shotgun repair on this. The last thing you want to do is replace one or any one of those four catalytic converters until somebody can test them. And it's entirely possible if it's running rich and running oil through it, then you've got some catalytic converter problems, but you have to fix the front before you can fix the back. You can't keep putting cats on it just to cover up that spark plug. What I'd do is I were, if I were you, is if you're using a quarter every, uh, what'd you say, a thousand miles, I'd probably run to a 30 weight or a 40 weight on that 30 weight first to see if you can control the oil consumption. And that's what I do first. I got to run. Uh, Ron, you stay right there. You'll be my next caller. We'll be back right after this. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey agrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and I'll give you my email address. If I give you my email address, you can send me a core question, but please give me your cell phone number or a number to call you back, because I don't type very fast, and oftentimes I need to ask questions of you and before I can kind of help you. So, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Salem, like the cigarette, boys, B-O-Y-S, auto, A-U-T-O, dot com. If I call you back, I'm calling from a blocked line. So when you answer the phone, you say hello, and I say, 
This is Mark Salem. I'm responding to an email you sent to me so that you know right off the bat I'm not I'm not somebody that's not supposed to be calling you. So that's how it works, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. IMM Auto Service has been around since 1972. He works on cars the rest of us kind of avoid, the Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. Not really Asian vehicles, but the Swedish and Italian. So those Volvo, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos, most of us understand that unless you've worked on those your whole life, you really have no business working on those now. Anybody can do an oil change. Anybody can flush the cooling system. But when it gets down to every time I do 61 miles an hour, the left turn signal goes on. You doggone better find somebody who's fixed that before. And he ain't going to be no three-whiskered kid. He's going to be a gray-haired guy that's been around working on Fiat's or he's been working on Alfa Romeos or Saabs or Volvo for a long time. But if you want to find those kinds of guys, you've got to go to IMM Auto Service, northeast corner of Tempe and... If you've got a Volvo in your garage and a Toyota or a Honda or a Chevrolet or a Ford, they can work on both of those for you. So they're pretty special. IMM Auto Service. Ron, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I got a, uh, a 2004 SRX Caddy six-cylinder. Are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But if you can go uh, go to the phone and not be on uh, a, a speakerphone, that'd be great. Oh, no, no, no. This is a, it's a handheld, uh, but it's not a speakerphone, okay? Okay, okay, go ahead. All right, uh, so what I have is I had a battery failure. And uh, the guys at, uh, well, it was at T-Bird uh, Automotive, actually. Uh, that's where I had all my stuff done. And uh, I went there, but since I had that battery replaced, I, it, it kind of sparked a computer problem on me. And what happens is, well, it, it comes up on the dash, okay, stat system, which I know what they said, well, that's an electronic steering system thing. And then I get the, I got the little engine light, but uh, no, to- no code, and then I get checked tires. This happens as soon as I fuel up. Now, I know better than to... Uh, top it off, so to speak, because I screwed up doing that one time. Okay. But, and there's nothing wrong with the gas cap, that's all good, everything, but that little engine light comes on, and I also get a check tires light. Okay, all right, well, those aren't going to be related to a battery installation, but here's the answer to your question. It's not a matter of, uh, we can't tell you, no one can tell you whose fault it is until you get it fixed. Oh, well, exactly. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking to do is to get this uh, system. But if I take it to Cadillac, I've I, I, I got to go there with a, with a jar of Vaseline. Oh, don't say that. that. Obviously, you want you think that you want. I'm going to cover up for you right now. Obviously, you're talking about grease in their palms, but don't use that again. Okay, okay, okay listen. I won't. Okay. Um, you got to go after one thing at a time. You're going to go after the check engine light first. So we're going to go after that. The check engine light could be something in the evaporative system, though. Even though you don't overfill the tank, then we've got a starter or a solenoid, not a starter solenoid, but a solenoid that's stuck open, and that means we're sucking fuel through the canister and the engine seeing raw fuel. So the check engine light could be related to you filling up and running into problems. Number two, I don't know what the TPMS, the tire pressure monitoring system, is, but that's not going to be a tough one to determine. But I would start with the check engine light, and I would work through that first. 
Yep. It's not possible. Well, I can't think of a reason why it would be possible that the change of a battery would cause any computers, but there's also a possibility that on your Cadillac there may be some computer update, and anybody can check that that has the ability to go to the General Motors cloud and plug your car in and go to the cloud and say, hey, take a look at this Cadillac. Are there any upgrades to the instrument panel, or the air conditioner, to the engine? And they say, no, there isn't. The problem with that is is the, the cost to go to the clouds anywhere between 95 and $128. So nobody's going to do that for you for free. But anyway, yeah, I'd start with the check engine light. Then I'd go to that TPMS, the tire pressure monitoring system, and I feel pretty comfortable that, one, you'll be able to fix both of them, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. All right. What happens at this, uh, this, this morning, this is what happened to me. I, 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 I gassed up. When it went click, I hung up the pump. I don't, I, I don't overfuel. Believe me, Tom Okay, me okay, that. move on. Let's go. And then what I, what I got was the damn thing wouldn't, it wouldn't hardly start. But if I put the pedal to the metal, it'll start. Okay. Well, and you could have, have a fuel a pressure regulator that's bad, and the fuel pressure regulator is leaking raw gas into the engine, and the way you unflood a fuel-injected motor is put your foot all the way to the floor. But you haven't said anything about bad fuel economy, and if you had a bad fuel, in, or a, a, a bad fuel pressure regulator, that car would be billowing out black smoke. You'd smell sulfur because the catalytic converters would be working overtime, and well, your I, fuel I economy would have dropped a bunch. What I do get... Uh, is every time I fill up, and I don't care if I put 10 gallons in it, I get this. Okay, well, right. th then you're going to have to fix I mean, I can't fix that over the phone for you. I I I'm giving you the best advice I can can. The, the, the check engine light's the place you start. And I don't know what the check engine light's going to fix, but that's where I'd want to start. you got a lot of symptoms there. Do you want to spend uh, between 85 and $125 for every one of those symptoms? Go right ahead. But I'm going to give you the same advice I gave you at the very beginning of this conversation. Stick with the check engine light first. We have no idea what that check engine light's talking. We need to go in and talk to that computer and find out what are you yelling about. Anyway, let's go on. Let's move on. Nick, you're up next. Nick, how can I help you this morning? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, I have a son, a 22-year-old college boy, and he's got a uh, 2003 Saab. And uh, I need a good shop. I'm on 16th Street in uh Glendale in Phoenix, and um, uh, the symptoms that I know, I don't know all of them, is uh, that uh, his AC, it's about his AC unit, and uh, when he starts it up, it blows cold, or sometimes and sometimes it doesn't, so he has to turn it off and start it up again, and then it'll start blowing cold again, and then if he revs, he goes down the freeway real fast, it kind of quits blowing cold again. And then, uh, so we've, we've dealt with a really great company, uh, Kelly Clark on 12th Street in Glendale, but they can't fix this problem. Okay. Well, you only have two choices. You can go to IMM Imports. That's a Saab expert. And, but here's what I want to do. We need to do some more diagnostic, and you need to do, yeah. to save yourself some money. Here's the deal. You said that when he gets on the freeway that the air, that the air volume changes, Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the the high rev of the engine causes the air to start warming up again. Okay. Well, what we need to do is is we need to ensure there's three places the air can come out, the windshield, the center vet, and the floor. I need him to make sure, using his hands, that at all times the air is coming out of the center vent. 
because if it's defaulting up to the, the underneath the dash there in the defrost vent, if he drives it and he goes to throttle up hard and he gets on the freeway and all of a sudden he puts his hands up there and he's got air coming out, he backs off the throttle and within about 10 seconds the air stops coming out, he's got a vacuum problem underneath the dash. So we're not going to be fixing his air conditioning unit, so to speak. We're going to fix the vacuum problem that's probably causing the heater to come on for a minute until he backs off the throttle. That's number two. He needs to determine if the problem is there when he's throttling up between 50 and 100%. If he throttles nice and easy, he may very well say cold, 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 24 out of 7. But he says, Dad, if I give it more than 50% gas, closer to 75%, then I go warm. That will be very helpful to the shop that's going to work on that. you got two okay. choices. Um, you've got 16th Street at uh, 25th Street in Indian School, which is um, Billy's shop. And, gosh, almighty. You know, as you get older, you just kind of uh, go to the website, MarkSalem.com, and go to okay. Phoenix on Mechanical, and Billy's at 25th Street Auto. And and give Billy a try, and if not, my suggestion is it's going to be worth the drive to go down to IMM Imports, and that's in the northeast corner of Tempe, so it's just west of the 101, just south of the 202, and there's no question they can identify and fix the problem. And I want to tell you something. Their prices are unusually low for an import shop that works on the cars they do. I would expect their labor rate uh-huh. to be 165 170 and it's nowhere close to that. Okay. I'll, I'll give him the information, uh, and uh, let's see what he comes up with. Okay. Well, good. Thank you very much for your call. You betcha. Let me tell you about one more shop real quick, and that's Larry Harker's Auto. Larry Harker's Auto is owned by Bob and Ellen, and frankly, Bob is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. Now, him and I are of, of the same age, or pretty close to the same age. He has tenacity. It's one of those guys where you go in and you hand him five, six, seven repair bills and say, here, the symptoms are still the same and here's all the stuff that's been replaced. That's kind of like waving the red flag in front of the bull. Now, he's not going to show you that, but that's what it's the same as. Now, Ellen runs the front counter. Bob runs the shop. 38th Avenue and Indian School. Now, he does all kinds of maintenance. If you live in that area, you work in that area, there's no problem. He can change your oil. He can do brakes. He can do your emissions. He can do all that stuff. But what he really excels in is that diagnostic procedure. And just like all the rest of us, everybody has a window. So it can be, in my shop, it's a li- as little as $75 or $85. It's it's not going to be one more than $125 unless I call you and tell you that. So there's your window. As low as 75 is as high as 125, and unless I call you, I'm going to call you with a diagnosis and an estimate. So Larry Harker's is the same way. 38th Avenue Indian School, a good place to go. Well, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but I, I want to drive home a couple of, of things. Um, there's three things, especially ladies, um, should learn. And ladies, confidentially, the men can't possibly take direction from anybody, so they don't use these, but you can't. Number one, you give them symptoms or you ask them, what symptom are you going to fix with this new suggested repair? Number two, you say to them, are we guessing with your money or are we guessing with mine? And that's kind of a good question. Are you guessing with your money or are you guessing with mine? And then when they call you with an estimate, you say to them, this is going to fix my problem, right? This isn't a guess. You always pay with a credit card because if you pay with a credit card, you're in much better shape. I'll see you next week.